1: Oh, hello! When did you guys get here? Thanks for listening.
2: So Rocco just got here, <clears throat> but I I've did. been with you um, since the show went on the air Is that right?
1: What? Rocco's famous. That's right. He's going to big time us I'm real I'm leaving soon. work
0: last night, and across the parking lot, uh, a nurse, I believe that's the uh, uniform she was wearing, she's like, hey Rocco, I'm a big fan!
1: Wow! And I was sure like, did you just, just wait
0: for me to just to say that? And she like made a funny like um telescope sort of motion. Oh, funny!
1: Yeah. Wow, you really have blown up.
2: You're big in the. Medical I owe it community. all to you guys.
0: It is very That's close true. to where I did have my uh, your colonoscopy. Butt yeah, that was also was, across
2: the parking lot. Is that maybe the motion she was making with her hands? Yeah, it was like I colonoscopy I've scope
0: seen inside your colon.
2: So during a colonoscopy. <laughs> They had a camera in your butt, right? And then there's a doctor who's watching the flat screen TV and is like, not Apollo, not Apollo. I
0: guess. I was uh, asleep for it. Maybe Donna has thoughts on that.
1: Um. Well. W- They're looking at
2: a real, a live camera.
1: They are. They're looking at a screen while putting this scope through your lower intestines. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Rocco, here's the thing. It's important for all of us to find out our niche, right? Where do we fit in? So yours is the medical community. Right. Uh, the, because um, you had the vaccination people who were like, oh, shot, shot. The Roseville
0: phone. Walmart uh, pharmacy ladies, yep, shout yeah. out.
2: Um, listen, and I know how my bread gets buttered. I If I had a nickel for every time, a woman of a certain age, like I think of my mother, right? You know my mom in her sure. 60s. A woman uh, of a certain age comes up to me in Target and says, you know, my mother just loves you. And I'm like, okay, so this is a 90-year-old woman that you're talking about? And I love that. <laughs> this is great. I'd like to think that, you know, when I was on Twin Cities Live, I think we were like big and close circuit television. And, uh, you know, you just have people who just, it was great. I mean, it's lovely. But And it's funny, because anytime there's a uh, uh, someone in their 20s or something like that, who's like, hey, is it okay if I get a picture? And now I know to not even allow my heart to skip a beat and like, oh my gosh, am I connecting with the youth? Because they're always like, oh my gosh, my grandma's gonna flip.
1: Okay, <laughs> you know it's even kind of worse than that is when you meet someone who you believe to be your peer in age. Yes, and they're like, oh my god, I grew up listening to you. I listened to you when I was little, and you came to my school for reading day. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Kill me now.
2: Listen, I think it's better to have. I love it. I, I'm not. I'm not uh, putting this down at all. When you have fans who are, are who are of a certain age, these are rock steady people. You know, they've lived through the ups and the downs, and they just, uh, you know. And by the way, from an advertiser's perspective, they're usually the ones with disposable income. That's anyway. right. You know what I mean? Why are we all trying to get in with the cheapies? The people in their entry level jobs who are right out of college.
1: Right. They don't have any money.
2: Not even working in the industry they have a degree in.
1: Right? No influence yeah. there, you bums. Give me a beat. It's time
0: to talk music. I enjoy music.
1: With Donna Valentine. Ye-ha!
0: And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the
2: news?
1: This, this is the beat. That may have been a little harsh.
2: You had to get it out, though. It was going to come out sooner Sorry or later. Sorry about and that, guys. Like love safe.
1: you. Love all of you.
2: Yes, we love the youth. We love the elderly and everyone in between. There you go.
1: I thought this was really cute. Um, Tim McGraw was at the World Series yesterday where something really cool happened, right? Wasn't it like a no-hitter or something? Oh,
0: my
2: gosh. I did not pay any attention yeah, to
0: any It was sports. not a single-pitcher. It single was a the game. It was the, the, three or four-pitchers combined for a no-hitter. I didn't watch it either, but...
1: But yeah, they um, so it looked like the Phillies won Tuesday's game seven uh, game seven to nothing, and then they were hitless wow. in last night's game. They did lose five nothing. But Tim, what McGraw- a cr- wow! Crazy, That's right? Just,
2: it's a crazy back to back games that the Phillies went bananas, had home run derby the night before, and then last night to get no hit. Is what an interesting World Series?
1: Seriously. Well, and the reason I bring it up in music news is because Tim McGraw was there. And he was representing his father, the late Tug McGraw, at the game. And so the camera found him wearing his dad's Phillies jersey, and they put it on the Jumbotron, and the crowd just went absolutely nuts. There is a clip of it. Um, yeah, because Tug was on the mound and got the last out when the Phillies won the series in 1980. Oh, So Tim went to Tuesday's game with his wife and their three daughters um, to represent and if you don't recall, uh, Tug McGraw died from brain cancer in 2004. And so Tim has been a huge supporter of the American Cancer Society ever since. So kind of cool, right?
2: Wow, that is cool.
0: You guys can bond on stories that have sports and country music in it. I
1: there love you go. That. Honestly, Thanks, DJ Rock Is there a Luster? specific
2: website we can go to where <laughs> we find stories with country music sports crossover? Oh, my God. We could,
1: we could do it.
2: Yeah, they could simulcast this show on, like... Your old hillbilly hee-haw and score <laughs> north.
1: cast <Simulcast> it. <laughs> okay, I have a Scott Stapp story for you.
2: Hit and it! I just heard a hundred.
1: <laughs> And it goes as follows. Uh, Creed, first of all, has not been super cool for a while, okay? But Scott Stapp doesn't mind being held up as an example of lameness because... It means people are rediscovering the band. He said, I'm proud I'm a meme. How many people get to be a meme? Man, how many people get that? To be a part of a generation of people, to get to tie into a new generation. There is a glass half full guy, if ever I've seen one.
2: Absolutely.
1: He uh, even remembers a car ride where his son Jagger was making fun of his singing on, uh, with, uh, with arms wide open. Uh, a song that he wrote
2: for his son. The kid, what an ingrate. <laughs> we the sweater up under the Who's the other group
1: that, that, that are equally terrible? Yeah, let's hear your nickel back. I want to see what, they're see they're it to what the hell is
2: on Joey's end. Okay, good. <laughs> um, Rocco, pull up uh, Scott Stapp's YouTube. Just do it, man. YouTube, Scott Stapp sings mm-hmm. demi lovato this okay. is where i learned the funniest version or heard the funniest version of a of a creed impression and oh wait
1: not Scott. she sings him
2: no it's a joke it's a comedian who's like and oh! now scott stapp sings scott stapp from Creed okay. sings cool for the summer <laughs> like demi lovato Tell me what you do, but it's liquor, it's cure. Okay. I'm a little scoop a dick. Keep it going. Cheer Tell me if it's wrong, if it's
0: right, I don't dare. If I can see, you can keep a
2: Creed Got my mind <laughs> on your boopy And your boopy on my dear up My deer Wait <laughs> <I'm like, "Dur-up." laughs> <laughs> he, he said deer up Go back Dur-up. he said dear up He did, did say dear up <laughs> got a taste the scoopy I just need to take a beer Wait, wait, wait go wait, back wait.
0: a little bit I know I thought boopie I did No go i
2: on my deer up
1: <laughs> Got my mind
2: on your boopy And your i on my deer up <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we need to isolate that. Oh, man. We definitely need oh, that. Oh, my gosh. There
2: was a stretch of our show, Donna. I know, I'm not sure if you remember this, but, uh, like, probably in 2018, where... There was probably a month stretch where we wouldn't go more than three or four days without me forcing that song back onto the air. Because <laughs> no, it's, it's so stinking oh, funny. That
1: is so good.
2: <laughs> Can you no, go to the chorus real quick, Rocco? I don't
1: know what the chorus is.
2: Wake up on the <laughs> <laughs> Here we guy? go, break, break it down! Take me down into you, proud dura. <laughs> Don't be scared, cause I'm your scooboody. <laughs> Just something <laughs> that we gotta cheer. On.
1: Are we gonna get sued for playing <laughs> this game? Uh, Lovely. Who is this guy? We oh, should so get him. Should get him some followers. He goes yeah. by the
0: name of Chris Cruz on the YouTube. Okay,
1: cool. What if
2: we get him on the show? Can we get him on the show? Oh,
1: that'd be great, Rocco. Will you get on that,
2: Chris Her- Cruz? There are, yeah, Rocco, we gotta go. do a producer thing <laughs> and and book him on the show. Okay, oh, all right. God. Uh, when we come back, we have got a, uh, a controversial thing that a woman a woman's being blasted on social media. Oh, yeah. For doing something uh, with her children's candy. The after day after
1: Halloween.
2: Halloween. And this is not a Jimmy Kimmel prank. No. We'll explain this when we come back, Don and Steve, on my talk.
1: Hello. Weather. up? Rocco, weather. What's up? All right, Rekka,
0: you're such a party pooper. You yeah. yeah. always got to be two against one.
2: Had it, it is been, so true.
1: When you've got three people, it's never three people all in it together. It could
2: have been there very easily <laughs> right, had he just right. said, nah. had it, well, You know what we should have said? Hey, I know some like, home brewer named Kent <laughs> who lives in somewhere in the Appalachian Trail. And he came up with this as a catchphrase for his homebrew beer that sucks. What's um, up? Yeah, then he would say it. But the fact that it's the king of beers, Budweiser, Rocco hates success. hates anything that is commercially successful well based on what you're wearing i would assume oh hey whoa (laughs) i'm sorry this just took a
1: real bad turn all right i'm
2: sorry no that's a very nice yellow shirt you're in actually that's very nice what you got a job interview somewhere maybe (laughs) <laughs> Wait a second. Did Rocco write in we have little name tags on our video service. Oh let's see. Did Rocco write in Rocco Star? Oh that's funny, I didn't yes, notice that Ringo Don star? did that. That's, that's funny. funny. Oh,
1: that's funny, Like Ringo, but Rocco. <laughs> exactly. All right. You guys tell me what you think of this story, okay? You're up. <laughs> uh, so there is a parent on Twitter who said she has a Halloween tradition where after her kids go to sleep on Halloween night She throws away all of their candy that they got trick-or-treating. She -hmm. did say she forgot this year, and when her nine-year-old woke up and saw the candy was still there, they gave her hugs and kisses. Mm. Initially, the woman was getting a lot of support, but then it started trending, and she says that once it escaped the orbit of her followers, she started getting a lot of backlash with some people accusing her of bad parenting and even abuse.
2: Oh. Okay.
1: Simmer down people. She's like, yeah, okay, I don't care. She (laughs) said she believes it's reasonable to not allow her kids to gorge themselves on candy for an infinite period of time. Gorge. She said, it's not mean. People are just looking at a less varnished picture of parenting. And she also had some fun with the comments. One person said, why don't they just hide the candy from you? And she said, they probably do. So I just think the day after is a little aggressive. Can they have it for a few days and then, okay, now we're going to gift it to my office?
2: (laughs) Yeah. I think they also, like, there are some organizations that will send it to troops overseas.
1: Yeah. That's a great idea. I Um, think dentists sometimes collect candy.
2: Yeah, there's always a really crappy exchange rate, though. (laughs) <laughs> They're like, for every pound of candy, you get a dime or a toothbrush or something. <laughs> um, yeah, so for sure not abuse, first of all. Um, I You know, I don't know. The, the, the kids, know, like, I guess they know because they came up to her and hugged her this time and were like, hey, it's still here.
1: You know what it sounds like? What? I'm just making an assumption that she lets them eat it the night of Halloween.
2: Yeah, like, and eat it's some
1: like, candy. Is... Then she goes to bed, and she's like, "Okay, that's enough."
2: Yeah, I don't know. But
1: don't throw it away. People have spent money on that for your kids, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't care about that as much being the reason to hold on to it, but
1: I don't know. I kind of do.
2: I know. I'm because I'm different. You are, and we celebrate you. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Like yesterday. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all
2: of this is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What I want to say right now is rude. Because there's hardly a day that goes by that at some <laughs> point you're not like you describing something that someone did as rude.
1: I'm going to be vulnerable right now, Okay. Second time this week. Let's go. might be the third. It's been a lot. I've really been laying it out there, and you guys aren't giving me anything. (laughs) (laughs) So I made some chicken last night that I took out a few days prior. And on the package, it says, use or freeze by whatever, September 9th. Mm -hmm. I had put it in the freezer immediately when I bought it before September 9th. Mm-hmm. Took it out, forgot about it for a few days, baked it last night, tasted it last night, and I was like, ew, this tastes weird, like off. Uh-oh. And I'm like, now I've got like five pieces of chicken. Mm. I don't want to throw it out because the chicken sacrificed his life.
2: Oh, Okay. That's how well, my brain listen.
1: works. I, you know, I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't have a dog to give it to. Okay. There's that. It's
2: oh, oh, oh. a whole thing. God rest, buddy boo. Thank you. Um, you know. That's how my I, mind works. It's like that's People interesting. spend
1: money on that to give your kids and you're just throwing it in the garbage.
2: And like, so now you're thinking this chicken died and I'm going to throw it out. Mm-hmm. But it and it died in vain,
1: correct? hmm. That's how it that is. That's interesting. Works.
2: I'll give you something interesting.
1: Okay, you've got a minute.
2: Last night, I was looking up hotel rooms for a little getaway. I'm trying to plan, okay. And I was like, oh crap, the price just went up. Mm-hmm. And so it went from for four nights from 17, this is very vulnerable, $1,700 to $2,500, but here's how my brain works. Like that's an increase, but the funny thing is, in that moment, instead of logically thinking about the math, I think of myself as losing, it costing me $2,500 as opposed to, when three minutes before I was looking at the same package for $1,700, I felt good about that. So I don't then view that as in me losing out on $800. I view it as it costing me $2,500.
1: Wow, we're constantly negotiating with ourselves. Particularly you know I mean? with money. Yeah. Like, I just spent $6,000 in vain trying to save no, my dog.
2: Not in vain. All That's right, not but in vain. I
1: don't have anything to show for it, is what I'm saying. However... I'm like, you know what? I haven't taken a vacation in years. So I'm going to pretend that I went on vacation every year for the past five years. And that's where I spent the money.
2: Well, you go on some cheap vacation.
1: <laughs> well, I'm thinking two grand for an all-inclusive. Well, I do. I do. All right.
2: 651-641-1071. Call that number now. You can win a prize. College Pop Culture Knowledge next. Like all right. Me, all Spot on.
1: Better. 1030. If you're listening live that is, I don't know what time. It could be 10:30 at night where you are, I don't know. If you're listening in the future, but thank you. Tana and Steve, my Talk 1071. Let's play a game. It's time, time, time to go to, go to college. College, college. College. It's time to attend the college of pop
0: culture knowledge. It's like quiz ball. 3 trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. Uh, I see later in this show we're going to talk about National Sandwich Day. But I'm not going to quiz you on that. I'm going to quiz you on a different holiday we're celebrating today. National Housewives Day.
1: Ooh. Yes.
0: Yes. You know. Stay-at-home moms. There's all sorts. of That's what we used to call, you know, back in the day, housewife. And I feel like there's other names yeah. now, like domestic yeah. engineer or something like domestic
1: that. Domestic right? goddess, yeah, as Roseanne go used that. to say. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Anyways, I've found a handful of uh, those types of uh, persons from the world of pop culture. Okay, and I'm going to quiz you on them. And here to play along is Laura. Uh, okay. Okay.
2: Sorry, I thought my mic was down.
0: Uh, no, this is Laura. She's going to hey. decide which one of you two knows more about housewives in pop culture. Hello, Laura.
1: Hello. Hi, Laura. Hey,
2: Laura. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh my gosh! We're so great. So great. Yeah. Having better fun. now that you've called. What's uh? What's coming up next in your day after you play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge?
1: Well, I'm running to Cub. I've got nice. Pink Eye. Oh, oh bummer! Yeah. Uh, I work at a preschool, St. Paul. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I'm the sorry. fact that you don't always have Pink Eye working at a preschool is amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
2: wow, my goodness. Well, listen. Mm-hmm. We hope that whatever. And oint- I wasn't an at home, mom, for many years. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay, wonderful. Well, you you're probably well prepared to be a lifeline here. Who would you like to team up with? It's uh, it's housewives or stay-at-home moms of pop culture. Uh, who do you want to team up with, Donna or Steve? Gosh,
1: I think, I love Donna so much, but I think I'm going to go with Steve. That's fine. I have
2: a stay-at-home mother that I am uh, married to. So yes, yes you I do. I, I hope I channel this the right way. All right, All right, Donna Scram. Good luck, you guys.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Okay, there goes Donna. There goes Laura. It's just you and me now, Steve. Bro. We'll start with this. Uh, Susan Mayer, Lynette Scavo, Brie Vandekamp, and Gabrielle Solis were the main protagonists on what early 2000s ABC show?
2: Desperate Housewives.
0: Uh, Who played Mad Men's Betty Draper?
2: Hmm. She's in The Handmaid's Tale now, I think. Maybe not. Uh, Pass.
0: What was Tony Soprano's wife's name?
2: Mrs. Soprano. (laughs) Mm, Played by uh, Nurse Jackie. Mm -hmm. Played by... You know her name, Edith or something. Um, I think you're close. Edie Falco. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the name of her character.
0: Well, maybe Laura Let's does.
2: bring in Laura.
0: Laura, uh, he says that Susan Mayer, Lynette Scavo, Brie Van de Kamp, and Gabrielle Solis, Solis were the main protagonists on Desperate Housewives. Your thoughts? I think he's right. Okay. Okay. Did you watch Mad Men on AMC? I did. Who played Betty Draper?
2: Elizabeth something. Elizabeth? Not Hurley. Elizabeth? Oh, crud. Let's go to the next one for right now. The
0: last one is, what was Tony Soprano's wife's
2: name? Is for Good sure going to yeah. get this. You probably well. Yeah. Let's say Genie. We're going to go Jeannie Soprano. Edie. Oh, what is it? Oh, no! Oh, her real name. Her real name is Edie Falco. Yeah. 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 Oh gosh, Genie. Okay. We're going to go yeah. with Genie. That middle one is a real bummer. It's isn't she in The Handmaid's Tale now? Isn't it Elizabeth oh, Ellie yeah. Moss something? Elizabeth Moss. We're going to go with
0: that. Okay. Let's wave at Donna. Okay, here she comes. All
2: right, here comes Donna. Hey, Um, Dee Dee. Hey, Dee Dee. If Donna
0: does not beat Steve here, uh, our friend Laura is going to win a My Talk t-shirt. Yeah! Woo! Woo! No more passes to see the Mars Rovers movie. That's uh, tonight. Sorry, Mm.
2: Laura. Uh, Play it again, Opie. All sold out. Yep, something like that.
0: Um, Donna, are you ready? Okay. These are all, you know, housewives in pop culture like this. Uh, Susan Mayer, Lynette Scavo, Brie Vandekamp, and Gabrielle Solis were the main protagonists on what early 2000s ABC show?
1: Oh, uh, eight is enough? Okay. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) what? Uh, Wait, what what year?
0: Early 2000s ABC show. Oh, that's bad.
1: Okay, my bad. Never mind.
0: Uh, Who played Mad Men's Betty Draper?
1: Uh, The lady with the big boobs. Red hair. (laughs) Red hair. Pass.
0: Okay. What was Tony Soprano's wife's name?
1: Uh, Carmella. And the first one is... Can you repeat? Uh,
0: Susan Mayer, Lynette Scavo, blah, blah, blah. Early 2000s ABC show.
1: Never heard of it.
0: Okay. Well, this is kind of funny. Um, You guys both went for opposite you know uh, other characters on mad men
2: oh yeah Dang.
0: um betty draper was don draper's wife she was played by january jones you steve was going for i believe what elizabeth, elizabeth moss Moss, yeah. elizabeth Morris, and yeah. uh, donna was going for the uh you're right the red-headed woman
2: um, and i think that it isn't that january or no january jones has blonde hair mm-hmm. right yeah. what christina Hendricks? Yes! yes
0: exactly so that wow. was a zero for you guys. Uh, Steve got one for getting desperate housewives right. I figured you'd get that one, Donna, but you did not. I did
2: not. Well, there was a famous episode, a crossover episode, though, with eight is enough. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Well, who were the characters? Names again? Susan, Susan
0: Mayer, Lynette Scavo, Bree Van yeah. and Gabrielle Solis.
1: Nope, no good. Um,
0: but Donna knew that Tony Soprano's wife was Carmela. That evened it up. So it's one to one. We got to go to a tiebreaker here.
1: Oh, I yeah. say, Genie.
0: Okay, yeah. So we can bring uh, Laura back. She can participate too.
2: So this will work by Laura. If you know the answer, say your name. That's your buzzer. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm gonna play a song. You guys tell me who is singing. Steve. Steve. Steve.
2: Share.
1: No, No. Donna. Donna. Uh, That is a um, uh, contest. uh, um, I know it. uh, Laura, can you jump in? Conte- the Contessa. Contessa. Countess Luann. Yes. Countess Luann, yeah. Yeah,
0: okay, that's a win for Steve and Laura. <laughs> All right. Countess oh. Luann from The Real Housewives of New, New York. York.
2: Oh, oh wow, it's Linda, done. what, what a journey. You suck it,
1: Laura. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> She's got pink eyes. <laughs> good, good job, you. good job. Yeah. Uh.
0: All right, well, I'll talk to Laura and we'll get her a t-shirt because uh, Steve and Laura knew that was Countess Luann.
1: Good job, you guys. Congrats. I and concede. I give my up.
2: apologies to share, I think <laughs> are in order.
1: I'm sure she was trying to do something share-like.
2: Monarcher by Dura.
1: How about the one where like, why why you got to be so uncool? Just be, do you remember? No. Is, not- is
2: that cher or it that kind of is well.
1: Luann. She's like, just be cool, man. Why do you got to be so uncool?
0: Was that a song or just like no, a phrase? No, it was
1: just a phrase. Theirs? She does put it in a song, though. Oh, that's cool. But man. anyway, so why do you got to be so uncool, man?
2: Speaking of, you were saying Contessa, and that reminds me of Countessa on the the cow character from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Would come up to so the door, the half door, the barn door, you know, like the bottom part would stay closed, the top part would open up, and would just plop her big cow head right into Pee Wee's Playhouse and start talking to him. And She was always rooted in real-world wisdom.
1: Good to know. Thank you. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting
0: tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show
1: getting tipsy.
0: Everybody on the show.
1: For that cow
2: talk, that was great. And Randy on Pee Wee's Playhouse was you, he was this real rough and tumble. Hey, Pee Wee, why are you doing it that way? And Pee Wee was just trying to have, oh, I don't know, a good day. And Randy would come in with a tight white t shirt on, tight jeans, short little flat top red hair, and was just an absolute punk.
1: Compliments accepted. (laughs) (laughs) I do have some um, tips. I think a lot of us already do this, but it's a tip on how to maximize your vacation days in 2023. Okay. So, for example, um, in January, if you can, take Thursday and Friday before Martin Luther King Day off. That way, if you get the following Monday off, you now have five days of vacation vacation. But you're Mm -hmm. only having to pay for two. Not pay for it, but, you know, put in for two. You got it?
2: Yeah, Yeah, of course, yeah.
1: Um, In April, if you take the full week uh, off the week before Easter, if your company's closed on Good Friday and Easter Monday, that only requires you to use four vacation days. And with both weekends, that's a 10-day break.
2: Yes. I always like to, yeah, stitch it around Take weekends. advantage, yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: In July, obviously, you could take the Monday, July 3rd off with the weekend four-day break for you. And then next November, in a year from now... Take the full week after Veterans Day off and the three days before Thanksgiving, it's eight vacation days, but it gives you up to 17 days off in a row. And then December, take your four work days. uh, Take the four, take off the four work days between Christmas and New Year's and then you'll have Mm -hmm. 10 days off in a row. So essentially you're getting, let's see, how many total days? Mm. Rocco,
2: pull up the clip I just put in there. Okay. Well, Donna, thanks.
1: Um, I wish I remember we used to have the on hold music. That's what yeah, we need for our you. Yeah, that was
2: with our old producer Ryan Purpich. We would play the Who girl from in Ipanema to see you again,
1: and you were you
2: oh know. okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's it. Here's here's a little audio of so in this scene from Pee Wee's Playhouse, oh, Pee Wee is making that. ice cream soup. He's there with Terry, Pee Wee, his the pterodactyl that would hang out there. And then I haven't even heard this. But when any time Randy pops in, he's just being a grade A, B, I, Och. So here's Randy coming in like a punk. <laughs> Ice cream slow. That's you. Uh oh. Here comes trouble. It's That's Randy. It. Hiya,
0: Pee Wee. Hiya, Pod Terry. <laughs> That's pronounced Terry.
2: The P is silent. Oh. Okay, e Wee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Boom. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't very nice, Randy. Ah, you'll get over it. Hmm, what's this? Ice cream soup. Yeah, I just have to put a little bit more of chocolate in it.
2: (laughs) 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 Ah, you need more than that. Let me show you. Oh, Randy! Randy! Stop it!
0: I thought we were talking about Countessa. Yeah,
2: we started with that, and then I was reminded of, for all the bits of wisdom that Countessa came in with, Randy was just the (laughs) polar opposite. And so, yeah, in that scenario, I see myself as Pee Wee and Donna as Randy.
1: Listen. Have, has Rocco ever heard our uh, Chuck E. Cheese
2: <laughs> comparison? No. Oh, if I could find... I'll try to find it. <laughs> you try that.
1: to find it. We'll, it's uh,
2: so good. We'll it was a- this commercial... I'll see if I can find it during the break, and then we'll play it when we come back. I doubt I will, but I'll try.
1: All right. No, you'll find it. You'll find it. We'll find okay, it. Uh, we'll have that. And then, Rocco, I started a show that you suggested, and I may have a bone to pick with you, but okay. we'll discuss oh, when we come right back. <laughs> hey good morning welcome back thank you for listening it's donna and steve on my talk 1071 where talk is fun
2: fun. took a little bit of digging um but rocco you'll notice in the grid okay i just put in something in yellow for you it is already queued up so don't don't mess around with it we'll just play it right there this is in the middle of a 20 minute this is a 20 minute video essentially on youtube Of various Chuck E. Cheese commercials Mm -hmm. and there I can already tell you this we're gonna play the one that we stumbled on about four years ago that I thought my word in a song this describes the general approach of Donna first (laughs) and then me next but in this whole video there will be other things we could scrub to early on And I was just going fast forward through things, but there are all sorts of things of Chuck E. Cheese, the pizza rat just talking to you. Mm -hmm. Others of uh, stereotypical Italian chef situations in the kitchen like, but i need my pepperoni (laughs) and just all sorts of stuff. But we'll start with the 1980s Chuck E. Cheese commercial that we think describes Donna and then me pretty darn perfectly. Okay. All right, here we go.
0: Feel grumpy, frumpy, down,
1: and
2: jumpy,
0: icky, creepy, crabby, weepy, yucky, mad, or just plain sad. Then you need Chucky e. Cheese, Here comes and you feel happy, giggly, glad, <laughs> wacky, bumptious, silly, scrumptious, funny, giddy, zany,
1: witty, sassy, crazy, umpsy, daisy, all the Chucky e. Cheese. <laughs> Chucky e. Cheese, <laughs> where a kid can be a kid. Time out. Yeah. That sounds like very much like God's spell. The musical, the song. Oh. I wonder if they're using that. Um, I think that's a pretty big exaggeration on your part. Thank you. Mm.
2: (laughs) Rocco, scrub literally anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, like I mean, I was looking at the stuff before it. Um, These commercials were just, it used to be awesome when fun commercials would just suddenly slap on the TV out of nowhere and you would actually get jacked up.
0: Um. Okay, I did. Uh, let's see where this goes. Oh ho, ho ho! Chuck E. Cheese here with Christmas presents. <laughs> now till Christmas at Chuck E. Cheese's, everybody ordering a large pizza. Who does this gets twenty game tokens free. Add a salad to that pizza and you get my new calendar with over a hundred bucks weight of coupons.
2: Weight of coupons?
0: Just like this. This big cheese is all hot. Oh my gosh.
1: Let's go to
0: the next one.
2: This is great.
0: Where can a kid? Kid around. <laughs> Where can he act like a clown? Billy. Oh, what a billy! billy. It's just one place. Yeah the Chucky e. Cheese, you can turn it loose. Make your yes. laugh, fun, be a
2: silly goose. You're a kid, shout it out. That's what we're all about. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's pretty great. Chuck yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's another one where their the band members were um just, go to like, th- oh God. what's happening at like three minutes? Okay, I'll look. Uh, no, right around there.
1: Like oh this is like it's minutes? a, this a is, compilation. This is like 20 minutes. Oh, oh,
0: I think geez. I found the Italian chef one. We'll get oh, to
2: it. Oh yeah, that. let's see. I think he was pretty pissed. It's
0: after this one. Yeah. You can be young. You can be old. Can be oh. Now, a chucky cheese, you can be real cheesy. A new Italian pizza recipe with tons of mozzarella. You can be real cheesy. All kinds of topics for a hungry bella. You can be wiggly.
1: You can be yedderly. You can be a star. You can eat in the bar. You can be a man. You can be a mouse. You can be anything you want to be. A chucky e. cheese, it's the only one. Where the hungry
0: more fun. Ooh, I worked at like a chucky e. cheese type thing in high school. What'd you work at? It was called Circus. It was, uh, you oh, know, Oh
1: yeah, Circus Pizza?
0: Yeah, there used to be like Showbiz, Chuck E Cheese, Circus, they were all kind of competing against each other and they all had that rock fire explosion, you know, animatronic band.
2: Oh, they all did. Did any of the other ones have a rat or a mouse or whatever?
0: Um, I think they all, uh, Circus's mascot was um, a clown, and I would often dress as the clown for <laughs> children's birthday parties. Oh, know. no way.
2: Yeah.
1: These places are the things that my nightmares are made up of. <laughs> oh, no.
2: I mean, this reminds me so much of childhood. Truly, when you hear the Chucky Jesus, where a kid can't be a kid, I remember that, and that communicated such freedom to me. I mean it was great and I loved watching the animatronic musical show. Loved it. And then the fact that you could do that while scarfing a pizza, getting full ninja turtle on this bih, and then go play games. They had a ball pit. They you could play skee ball. It was so so awesome.
0: I think it's so funny that they have this Italian stereotypical chef making pizza in that commercial as if the chef wasn't some 15-year-old kid with like a mullet and a mustache, you know?
2: (laughs) And I love the, uh, oh, whoa, I found one with a kid. Wow, a baby with a really long beard. Oh, okay. Go to 9 around nine minutes this kid has a long oh, beard i think, I I think I it's taking it. a while for his food to get there but how about the fact that chucky e. cheese was like hey you get twenty dollars way to coupons <laughs> like i didn't know he spoke like one of the newsies
0: or one of donna's neighbors from garfield that's yeah, right yeah he, he was saying all you gotta do is do this and then he like touched his nose as if he was like giving the secret um oh, signal like oh. yeah all right here's uh the kid with the beard Boring restaurants versus Chuck E. Cheese's. You can wait for the waitress. Or play cool games. Wait for their food. <coughs>
1: or eat out pizza.
0: You can wait. And we. Yeah, the kid and loses his wait. hair and grows a beard.
1: I should
2: I say Chuck E. Cheese, please? Yeah, okay. Oh, man. It was fun. Those were the days, man. Yeah, right. And then whack a mole. That's where I learned about Whack-A-Mole was that a Chuck E. Cheese.
0: Oh, for sure.
2: I used to be afraid of Chuck, Charles, when he would come out. And then I remember when I finally like said hello to him. That was a really big thing for me. And now knowing that it was probably essentially just the Pennsylvania version of Rocco inside <laughs> <laughs> makes me question everything. Oh, no. Now at 947. Oh, oh geez. This kid. Boy, they really they crushed the commercials back then.
1: I mean, Steve, you're, you're remembering well, it from good. a Chuck e. Cheese, child's point of view. This sounds like garbage No more TV for you, young lady. Oh. We're going to Chuck E. Cheese's. Yo! <laughs>
2: Steve. That's awesome. A That's a great excitable. bait and switch there, too. Okay. Do you know that once, Confession, we'll get Donna to your stuff next segment,
1: Yay.
2: Lou and I went on a uh, date back in Albuquerque, and... Afterward, we went into Chuck E. Cheese and just played games because they were so unbelievably cheap. That's fun. Had a fun. great time.
1: That's super fun. Thanks for sharing that.
2: I need to leave.
1: No, you need to tell us about Avatar
2: 2. Oh, my. The trailer that has the internet going bananas, but the bad news I found out about it. We'll tell you about it when we come back.